Welcome to Zichu Daf Simanim Amr Avram Golder and Tehim Asachas Baba Kama Daf Samach Tes, the seventh parak Maruba. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Yochanan taught that one cannot be makdish items stolen from him with each shusa because it's not in his possession. The Mordechai a mission states that people would mark the prohibited produce of their field for the benefit of passers-by. For example, Kam Ravai was marked with clods of earth, which can provide benefit, like Kam Ravai, which can be redeemed. Ramishim Gamliel said this was only done during Shemitah where produce is hefker, but other years where passers-by may not take his produce, Hali Taylor Rosh stuffed the wicked one with the prohibited fruit and let him die from his sins. The Mishnah concludes that the snooing, discreet ones, would ensure that one taking their produce would not transgress Kam Ravai by setting aside money and declaring, Whatever was picked from this vineyard shall be rendered chulin on this money. The Gemara asks, since this produce indicates that one can redeem stolen goods, demonstrating he retains full ownership, Rabbi Yochanan should rule that way since he always rules like anonymous Mishnayas. Point number two, the Gemara suggests that the Tznuin actually said called Mislaket, whatever will be picked, is redeemed now. But this is ultimately rejected. Eventually, the Gemara answers that Rabbi Yochan did not rule like the above anonymous Mishnah because he found an opposing Mishnah on Daf Samach Beis on the base, which taught that one who steals from a thief does not pay Kefal. He doesn't pay Kefal to the first thief because the Torah says Kefal is paid for stealing Mibesa Ish from the man's house, implying but not from the thief's house. But why does he not pay Kefal to the true owner? It must be so because it's not in his possession, meaning his ownership of the stolen goods is diminished. Rabbi Yochanan ruled like this Mishnah and not the Mishnah about Snuin because this position is supported by a Pasuk. If a man consecrates his house to be holy for Hashem, which teaches just as his house is in his possession because it cannot be taken away, so too anything he wishes to be Makdish must be in his possession. And pointing with you, Rabbi Yochanan said that the Tznuin, who redeemed Kamaravai after it was stolen, shared an opinion with Rabbi Dos, who said one can be mafkir grain which was mistakenly taken by the poor due to the ignorance of the laws of Leket. Rava commented that if not for Rabbi Yochanan's statement comparing the two rulings, he would have said that the Tznuin's practice was based on Rabbi Meir's opinion. He holds Meiser Mamun Gavohu. Meiser Shani is divine property, yet, the Torah placed it in his possession regarding redemption because only the owner adds an extra fifth when redeeming. The same applies to Kamravai, based on the Gezer Shava. Since the Torah considers him the owner of Kamravai regarding redemption, although it's not legally his, he can also redeem it after it's stolen from him. In contrast, the Sunni could hold that one cannot be Mafkir Leket after it was taken from his possession like Rabbi Dosa held. Rabbi Yochanan, by equating the two rulings, informs us that Sunni do not hold like Rabbi Mer, and hold one can always redeem or be Mafkir stolen property. So once again, the three points are number one, Rabbi Yochanan taught that one cannot be makdish items stolen from him, because it's not in his possession. The Mordechai a mission states that people would mark the prohibited produce of their field for the benefit of passers-by. For example, Kam Ravai was marked with clods of earth, which can provide benefit, like Kam Ravai, which can be redeemed. Ramishim Gamliel said this was only done during Shemitah where produce is hefker, but other years where passers-by may not take his produce, Hali Taylor Rosh stuffed the wicked one with the prohibited fruit and let him die from his sins. The Mishnah concludes that the snooing, discreet ones, would ensure that one taking their produce would not transgress Kam Ravai by setting aside money and declaring, Whatever was picked from this vineyard shall be rendered chulin on this money. The Gemara asks, since this produce indicates that one can redeem stolen goods, demonstrating he retains full ownership, Rabbi Yochanan should rule that way since he always rules like anonymous Mishnayas. 
Point number two, the Gemara suggests that it's new and actually said called Mislaket. Whatever will be picked is redeemed now. But this is ultimately rejected. Eventually, the Gemara answers that Rabbi Yochan did not rule like the above anonymous mission because he found an opposing mission on Daf Samach Beis on the base, which taught that one who steals from a thief does not pay kefal. He doesn't pay kefal to the first thief because the Torah says kefal is paid for stealing me each from the man's house, implying but not from the thief's house. But why does he not pay kefal to the true owner? It must be Levishan Abrushuso because it's not in his possession, meaning his ownership of the stolen goods is diminished. Rabbi Yochanan ruled like this mission and not the mission about Snuin, because this position is supported by a Pusik. The Ish Kiyaktish as Beso Kodesh Hashem, if a man consecrates his house to be holy for Hashem, which teaches Ma Beso Brushuso just as his house is in his possession because it cannot be taken away, Afkobarushuso, so too anything he wishes to be Makdish must be in his possession. And pointing with you, Rabbi Yochan had said that the Tznuyin, who redeemed Kamaravai after it was stolen, shared an opinion with Rabbi Dos, who said one can be mafkir grain which was mistakenly taken by the poor due to the ignorance of the laws of Leket. Rava commented that if not for Rabbi Yochanan's statement comparing the two rulings, he would have said that the Tznuyin's practice was based on Rabbi Meir's opinion. He holds Meiser Mamun Gavohu. Meiser Shani is divine property, yet, the Torah placed it in his possession regarding redemption because only the owner adds an extra fifth when redeeming. The same applies to Kemravai, based on the Gezer Shava. Since the Torah considers him the owner of Kemravai regarding redemption, although it's not legally his, he can also redeem it after it's stolen from him. In contrast, the Sunni could hold that one cannot be Mafkir Leket after it was taken from his possession like Rabbi Dosa held. Rabbi Yochanan, by equating the two rulings, informs us that Snuin do not hold like Rabbi Mer, and hold one can always redeem or be Mafkir stolen property. Alright, so now we go to Simadav Samachtes, and this someone suggested to us by Mordechai Golombic from Pasek, New Jersey. He suggested that Samachtes is soot, soot, and we often use a chimney sweep in the Simmons. Here it goes. That Snuin, who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took, were surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of musters for him from the thief who originally stole from them did not have to pay them kefal since it wasn't considered in their rishus. Given the fact that they just learned the Meister Shani, which is Mamun Gaboa, can be redeemed after it's stolen, since it is considered in their Roshos. Once again, it's emotion. That's Nuin who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, chimney sweeps, soot, that must be more duff, Samachtaz. That's Nuin who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took, which reminds us the mission teaches that the Tznui discreet ones would ensure that one taking their produce would not transgress Kamravai by sending signed money and declaring whatever was picked from this vineyard shall be rendered Huan on this money. So the Tznui who set aside money to redeem the Kamravai that the chimney sweeps covered in soot improperly took were surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of musses for him from the thief who originally stole from them did not have to pay them kefal since it wasn't considered in their Roshos, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochan ruled like a Mishan Daf Samach Beis Amma Beis, which taught that one who steals from a thief does not pay kefal. He doesn't pay kefal to the first thief because the Torah says kefal is paid for stealing Mibesa Ish from the man's house, implying, but not from the thief's house. But why does he not pay kefal to the true owner? It must be Lefishani Berushuso because it's not in his possession, meaning his ownership of the stolen goods is diminished. So that Snuin, who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took, were surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of musses for him from the thief who originally stole it from them did not have to pay them kefal since it wasn't considered in their rishus, given the fact that they just learned that Meister Shani, which is Mamun Gavoa, can be redeemed after it's stolen since it is considered 
in their Rishos, which reminds us, Rav Mer holds Meiser Mamun Gavohu. Meiser Sheni is divine property. Yet, the Torah placed it in his possession regarding redemption because only the owner adds an extra fifth when redeeming. The same applies to Kerem Ravai, based on the Gezer Shava. Since the Torah considers him the owner of Kerem Ravai regarding redemption, although it's not legally his, he can also redeem it after it's stolen from him. So once again, that Snuin who set aside money to redeem the Kerem Ravai, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took, were surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of mussars for him from the thief who originally stole from them did not have to pay them careful since it wasn't considered in their rishus, given the fact that they just learned that Meiser Shani, which is Mamun Gavoa, can be redeemed after it's stolen, since it is considered in their rishus. All right, so now it's time for Forbala Bach Hazar. Daf Samachay. So the similar Daf Samachay is Se, sheep. So here goes. The sheep thief. Sheep, that must be more on Daf Samachay. Se. The sheep thief, who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to his value, when appearing in court, which reminds us, Rob said, Karen Ke'en Shogonim, a thief pays the principal according to his value when he stole it. Tashimi Kefal, Tashimi Arba Chamisha, Kashasamadabadin. And he pays Kefal and Talabahay according to its value at the time of appearance in court. The extra words in the Pasuk, Geneva and Chaim, teach, Revive the principle of the stolen item as it was when he stole it. Tosos explains that this implies that only the principle is paid according to the theft, but the additional payments follow its later value. So the sheep thief, who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to its value, when appearing in court, and broke a one's keg of wine he stole, requiring him to pay its current value of four zuz, which reminds us, Rabba said that if someone stole a keg of wine which was worth one zuz, and worth four zuz when it was destroyed, Tabra Oshasya, if he broke the keg or drank the wine, actively destroying it, Mishalam Dalit, he pays four zuz its current value. But if it broke by itself, he pays only one zuz, its original value. Rashi explains that this act of destruction constitutes a new act of theft and obligates him according to its new value. Shechting or selling a stolen item is likewise actively destroying it, so Rabbi would hold he pays the principal according to its current higher value. Dav Samachvav. So the similar for Dav Samachvav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The tailor, tailor, that must be more on Dav Samachvav, sewing. The tailor who stole some wool quickly made into a garment to acquire it, which reminds us, Rabbi said, that a physical change to a stolen item causes a thief to acquire it is written in the Torah and taught in the Mishnah. The Pasuk says, and he shall return the stolen article that he stole. The last phrase teaches, if the item is still as it was when he stole it, he shall return it. But if not, meaning the thief changed it, he only needs to pay money. Two Mishnahis are quoted as sources. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it when he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yehush Kona or not. Which reminds us, Rabbi said Yehush Amri Rabbanin the Nikne. Yehush, the rabbi say, causes a thief to acquire it. However, he wasn't sure if this law was the Raisa or the Rabbanin. Rabbi Yosef said Yehush Enokona. Despair does not cause the thief to acquire it at all. Afiel the Rabbanin, even rabbinically, he must return the stolen item. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it. When he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yehush Kona or not. Unaware that the unprocessed hides he stole and uses a mat in his shop had become tummy from his sheretz because of Shinui shame, which is like 
Shinui Maisa, which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef was challenged from a mission which states regarding unprocessed hides, Shalganav regarding hides stolen secretly by a thief, Machshav Matamasan, thought renders them susceptible to Tuba. Because the owner despaired of retrieving them, the thief owns them, and his decision to use them as kalim, meaning mats, without further processing them, makes them susceptible to Tuma. Rava said this challenge went unanswered for 22 years until Rabbi Yosef became the head of the yeshiva upon Rava's passing and answered, Shinu Hashem Kishinui A change of name is like a physical change, just as a physical change affects acquisition because it was originally wood and is now a keli, for example, regarding a change in name also. It was originally called a hide and now it's called a tray, for example. Daf Samach Zayin. So the similar Daf Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The thief standing by his barbecue. Barbecue? That must be more off Samach Zayin. Sizzling barbecue. The thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stone crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, which reminds us, on the previous stuff, Rav Yosef taught that a thief acquires a stolen item through Shinu Hashem, a change in name. Now, this is a challenge from a Mishnah teaching that one who steals a crossbeam and builds it into a ceiling, thereby changing its name from crossbeam to ceiling, does not need to return the crossbeam because of Takanas Shavim, implying that otherwise the thief would not acquire the beam, although its name changed. Rabbi Yosef answers that it's still called a crossbeam even when built into a ceiling. Rabbi Zera answers that Shinui Ahozu Abriyoso, a change that reverts to its original state, such as a beam which can be dismantled, is not considered a change regarding Shinui Hashem. So the thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stone crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were endowed for Kabanus, since Yehush is not Kona, which reminds us, Ua said, From where do we know that Yehush does not cause the thief to acquire the stolen item? The Pasuk says regarding Karbanas, and you bring what is stolen, the lame and the sick, implying a comparison between a stolen and lame animal. Just as the lame one has no remedy because its blemish renders it permanently unfit, so too, a stolen animal has no remedy and is invalid as a carbon, whether before or after Yehush. This proves the thief does not acquire the animal for use as a carbon through Yehush, Rava quotes another source. So that thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were invalid for Kabanus, since Yehush is not Kona, got caught by police for stealing the barbecue from another thief, and was told he would have to pay Kefal since he stole it after Yehush of the original owner, which reminds of the Mishan Daf Samach Beis Amma Beis Tat, one who steals from a thief does not pay Kefal because he did not steal it from the owner's possession. Rav says this is only before Yehush, but after Yehush, the first thief has acquired it, and the second thief would pay Kefal since he stole it from its new owner. Dav Samaches. So the similar Dav Samaches is Schach. So here goes. The thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold with Schach. Schach. That must be more Dav Samaches. The thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold with Schach before the Yehush of the owner, making Mechaev. In which reminds us, the Gemara states, one who sells a stolen animal before the owner's despair. Rav Nachman says, he's liable to pay because the Torah says, or he sells it, and he sold it, regardless of whether it's before or after Yehush, even if it does not affect an actual acquisition. Rav Shesha says, he's exempt from paying because his liability is only after the owner's despair where the thief's actions are affected, meaning the change of domain following Yehush causes the buyer to acquire it. Before Yehush, where their sale is ineffective, he would not pay Dalbehe. It must be similar to Shachtim, where his actions are effective. So the thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold with Schach before the Yehush of the owner, making Mchaif, 
in Dalvehei, right under a schach banner with his favorite motto, Stamkeneva Yehush Balim, who, which reminds us, the Gemara says Rabbi Lazar also holds that Dalvehei is only paid for a sale after Yehush. He says, Tedash Stamkeneva Yehush Balim, who, know that the presumption regarding theft is that the owner despairs of retrieving his item. His proof is that a thief pays Dalvehei for selling an animal, which he assumes must be effective, similar to shechting. Since the Torah implies he would be liable for an immediate sale, similar to Shechting, it must be that we assume the owner despaired, and the subsequent change of domain through the sale affects the acquisition to the bar together with the Yehush. Yochan rejects Rebbe Lezer's premise. So the thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold the schach before the Yehush of the owner, making him chayev in Dalvehei, right under a schach banner with his favorite motto, Stamkeneva Yesh Balim Hu, took another stolen animal that he was makdish and shechted it, which reminds us, Rebbe Yochanan who holds one is chayev for selling or shechting after Yehush, challenged Rish Lakish who disagreed from a Mishnah, Gana Vihiktish, one who stole an animal, and he was makdish it, and afterwards he shechted it. He only pays kefal, but not dal vehei. Reyokan assumes that the thief was makdishet, which can only be effective after yeush. Still, the mission implies that if it was not hektish, he would pay dal vehei. Rishonkish answers that the Mishnah's case is before Yehush, and it means the owner was Makdisha. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you is whether Yehush Kona or not? That's on duff. Good number two. Which stuff did we learn how the snoing would ensure the one taking the produce would not transgress? Camera Vi, that's on Dove. Good number three. Which stuff did the case of the one who stole an animal was Magdishit and then shechted it? That's on Dove. Good number four. Which stuff did the sugya of Tabra Vashasya, where a thief breaks a keg of wine he stole and is required to now pay its current value? That's on Dove. Good number five. Which of the one according to Rabbi Mir that Meister Shani is Mamun Gavoa, one can even redeem stolen produce. That's on Dove. Good number six. Which of the one Rabbi Lezer holds The presumption regarding theft is that the owner despairs of retrieving his item. That's on Dove. Good number seven. Which of the one that Shinui Shem can Shinui Misa, and therefore a thief acquires unprocessed hides that he uses as a mat, which can then become Tame? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which of the one that some darsh in the Pasik said to teach that Motabakanas Pater even when Aiden come after? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff when a thief who steals from a thief does not pay kefal to the original owner since it wasn't in his rishus? That's on Duff. Good number ten. Which stuff do you about one who sells a stolen animal before Yehush, whether he's high for dog the hay? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhoff from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.